Do you know who I am? Who are you? I do. This is your Radio Almanac, the first of a new series. TV. Behind the scenes at the podcast. Bobby Boucher. There we go. I could believe that. If someone came up to me and was like, you know who number two in the league is? Bobby Boucher. Definitely. Yeah. Without a doubt. Heard he had a great season. Hey, mud dogs for the win. And okay, now you have to ask Ellen, does she know who Bobby Boucher is? Ellen, if you had to guess who Bobby Boucher was, who would you say he was? I think he is probably a bocce player who hangs out at Empire State South. I'm Alex Gibbons, and this is Let It All Hang Out, exclusively at TomorrowPictures.tv. I preach, my dear friends, you're about to receive on John Barleycorn, Nicotine, and the Temptations of Eve. This is TomorrowPictures.tv. Hey guys, welcome to Let It All Hang Out. This is a podcast that talks about music, movies, sex, drugs, sports, and news. We're going to talk about what's going on in the world today while we let it all hang out. We are uncensored, unfiltered, and uncontrollable. I'm your host, Alex Gibbons. On the board today, we have Fred. We are here. And we have Miss Rhea. Hi, Rhea. Hey, hey. We also are joined with Ellen. What's up? And Brandon. Hey, hey, hey. This is the squad. So, Miss Ray is going to give us our hot takes. Give it to me, spicy baby. What is it? So, do you guys remember the very controversial Pepsi ad uh, starring Kendall Jenner? Yeah. She finally broke her silence on that, and, well, she just says that I feel like my life is over, which I'm not surprised. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt's divorce might be off. What? I thought that was already done. Oh. I thought was it was it? off in the night. I don't know. The, the fuck okay. do you halfway well, cancel? Like, how do you halfway do a divorce? Okay, keep yeah. going. It's so, uh, like, she delayed it, I guess. I don't know. And then uh, Penn State frat members cleared of felony charges in hazing death. Oh, he was cleared. Yeah. Wow. They're, okay. First of all, did you guys see the commercial, the Pepsi one? You remember it? No. Of course. Okay, so it's... Basically, a bunch of protesters on one side, and then you got the police on the other side, and this was like in the heat of everything that was going on, all the protests and rioting. And Kendall Jenner walks by and has a Pepsi and hands it to a police officer, I guess, or someone on SWAT, and like he opens it and drinks it, and then everything was right in the world. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And everyone gave her such shit, and they were like, this is ridiculous. So you stopped all of this hate, and like it just. Well, it's kind of. It's a wannabe throw out for the. Let's give the world a Coke. Those ads from, like, yeah. the 90s. And the only Pepsi commercial I will ever acknowledge as being the greatest are the Britney Spears. You know, the one Britney Spears, Beyonce. Like, yeah. you guys know which one I'm talking about. That is, like, the top-notch signature of the generation. I think Pepsi snake bit on commercials. Like, it just it started when Michael Jackson's hair caught on fire, and they just haven't <laughs> been able to fix it since. Like, seriously. Don't you put that in you me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> you, know, you know what Pepsi's number? Number one thing for me is tell me that they make all of the chips in the world Lay's they own Lay's they own Frito-Lay's so that's what gets you snacks but we're not going to talk about snacks. No, we are. Everyone knows down that road. How down that road. Ellen and I get together. We are such snack people, and I know Brandon is too. Like we really love some snacks, y'all. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Right, this, is, trying um, to... this is the snack pack. I just it's kind of snack pack. <laughs> this is snack corner. Can I be the pudding? So, the pudding? so uh, uh, the hot takes were, you know, we've, we've got bad Pepsi. and other things. I'm like, uh, did you see Ozark? 
No. Ozark's very good. good. Ozark's good. I watched Orange Bloodline, is the New Black. Okay, I can see it. Bloodline, first season, great. Second season, eh. Third season, dark and very hard I to watch. I didn't even know there was a third really? season. Really? It's the final. The final mm. season. You know, but I like I like my Friday Night's Lights people, so wherever they mm. go, I go. So. so can we circle back around and ask Rhea um, how many of the Jaws films that she's seen? Oh, yeah, Rhea. Have you ever seen Jaws, Rhea? I have. I have not. <gasps> Oh, let's watch it and then I'll take None you swimming. Them. None. I'm not <laughs> no Jaws. So, funny Jaws story. She doesn't know. I was like 12. Yeah. And one night just happened to catch Jaws at like 1 o'clock in the morning on whatever channel it was on. Mm-hmm. In the middle of the summer. So, the next day I'm going to the pool with Grandma. Well, I get out in the pool and I'm like swimming around. I go diving down in the deep end and it hit me. You can't see in this water because, you know, your eyes are closed. There could be a shark in here. And I flipped out. I was like, swim back to the top. I didn't go in the deep end for like two weeks. Wow. At age 12. At age 12. That was Jaws is scary. Kid. Have you seen the thing in Texas? So there is a theater in Texas, and their summer special is it's in front of this little pond, and they've got this massive TV screen, and they air Jaws, and then everybody gets an inner tube. So if you go on a date, you can sit together, but they screen Jaws. <laughs> Where is that? Fuck that in Texas. That's awesome. Texas. Well, you know, Whitewater in Marietta, they do movies in the wave pool. Do they really? They do a big screen. You sit mm-hmm. in an inner tube in the wave pool and watch a movie. Oh, I love that. See, that'd be fine, but, but Jaws, then you just sit like, in the water with all those people. In the pee water. You're just like marinating. In pee. Yeah. Sitting in your no, dirty thank ass. You. Uh, but I, that's a good idea for someone we know who has a pool. I know this is a rabbit trail, <laughs> but I think it's important. I have this weird fear, and it's not irrational because it's happened to me. You know how when you're in inner tubes in the wave pool, how like the waves will carry people up and down, and like caught a hole. they hang their feet over the edge, and then if they get caught on you and they're trying to stand up, their feet come under and touch you. I'm scared of people's toes touching my butthole, and I know that's weird, <laughs> but I had someone one time whose legs were hanging over the tube, and they caught a wave and they got really nervous and tried to stand up and they kicked their feet up. They goosed you. And yeah, and my, of course, like you're sitting and you're slouched down your tube and their toe made contact with my ass and like it almost like went in my bathing suit bottoms. That's scary. And like ever since then, I will not go tubing with people. But again, I only stand in my tube. I won't like poke my butt out the bottom. Who, yeah, who wants to be with a whole bunch of people with a tube? I don't want to be with a bunch of people in general, but let alone in the water. Like that was such a mistake. I think that's a rational fear that you don't want someone's toe to touch your butt. Yeah, especially your butthole. Like, that's so well, intimate. And I, like, I, I didn't want to say butthole, but <laughs> clearly you've gone to the butthole. and butthead universe. You should, well, now in two, 2017, we say booty hole. Your booty, your bunghole. Note to self, no toes near your eye of Sauron. Your right. poopy shoot. <laughs> and on that delightful <laughs> note, guys, uh, if you need to take a poop break, now's the time. We are going to take a quick commercial break. Thank you guys for listening to Let It All Hang Out. Mom, I'm sorry if you're listening to this. Yes, Sorry, Mom. This is TomorrowPictures.tv. We'll be right back. Yeah, yeah surfing. 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 You, yeah, hmm. you so where do you go off to? Hawaii? I like Mexico because the water oh, really? is warm. I've never tried to surfing. I'm kind of scared that a shark surfing will eat my dope. legs off. No, ain't no sharks out there. It's cool. <laughs> there are sharks. That's ain't why no people sharks. don't surf. Black people don't surf, I feel it's like. It's fun. I like it. Yeah. You know, the hardest part is paddling. Yeah, I don't know about that. That's harder than getting on the board. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Just to let y'all know, okay? Just so we know. So, so if you, you want to learn to surf, get on the board and just paddle Do first. Some- What's happening? It's your boy Lil John BME. Click. Chilling right now. Tomorrowpictures.tv. Yeah. 
Tired of network TV with no bite or interesting characters? Do Hollywood movies make you long for the days of real stars? If you hear about one more Kardashian, you might want to scream. Well, there's another choice. No, not those other web networks with aging stars or women locked up in prison. We don't even make you pay. Picture Michael Jackson, Elizabeth Taylor, Obama, Akon, Amy Schumer, Charlie Sheen. Visit us at tomorrowpictures.tv and discover tomorrow is today. All right, guys, and we're back. Welcome back to Let It All Hang Out. I'm your host, Alex Gibbons. We have Fred on the board. I'm still here. <laughs> you sound so excited. We have Miss Rhea, who's here. She's going to give us our hot takes. We've got Ellen. Hola. How's and everybody today? We've got Brenda. What's up, everybody? All right, Friday Rhea. afternoon. It is. It is Friday here. Rhea, give it to me straight. Tell me, what's going on in the world? So in Michigan, back to school frenzy, woman pulls gun during fight over school supplies. A gun control, anyone? What the fuck? <laughs> what do you think she was really aggro about? Like, the dollar the glue pencils? Those are my pencils! <laughs> what, it was like the Elmer's glue sticks that are like two for a dollar. Yeah. It could have been the last two glue sticks. You never Wasn't know. it at Target? Did it say yeah, where it was? Walmart. Walmart. Oh, oh perfect. Walmart. People at Walmart, straight up. I love it. And it's like a Black Friday I get because it's like TVs and shit like that that are valuable. But you're talking about kids' school supplies. Yeah, but does anybody know like what was the thing? Like, oh, was yeah. it the, does anyone know what the school supply thing? Was. Rhea, homework hour. Um, what was it? Okay. Hang on. So before you do this, I think let's all take a guess. What do we think it is? I think it's a backpack. I, it's it got to be something branded like a oh, like a Marvel a, comic or a, that that was on trapper sale. Keeper, a trapper keeper. Way. I would shank a bitch. <laughs> Rhea's got her hand over her face because this is funny. What is it? It's over the last notebook on a shelf. <laughs> Ugh. We were close, but not close. So, so she, she's, I far off. she's, no. she's clearly deranged and yeah. not. Was it Lisa Frank? Was it a five star? Like, what does it say? <laughs> no, it just says notebook. I'll get violent over Lisa Frank. Well, I don't even know what that is. Rhea's the only person here that was raised outside of the United States. What do you think of this kind of behavior, Rhea? Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Girl, same. <laughs> but she didn't shoot anybody, right? No, no. They got her in time. Yeah. She didn't want to do like a quick desk pop at the Walmart. She did, did she buy? the gun in the Walmart where she used it? <laughs> what does she look like? You know, you can buy guns at Walmart. Just saying. It's a one-stop shop. So if you know you're going to have a little this is a, little, a little angst over school supplies, you can pick up your gun first <laughs> and then stop head to the pencil aisle. The pharmacy. New, new Black Friday strategy. <laughs> the pharmacy and get your meds, pop a couple zannies, and then uh, go back and pick up a gun. Dude. Walk up to the clearance in like the rollback section. Straight up one-stop shop. Winning. So yep. this is a good segue for me. Because <laughs> I'm... <laughs> She's like, okay, you said what you need to say. I'm going to say what I want. And now back to my corner. No, so in the in the news feed today, they were talking about uh, um, the the 2017 Pulitzer Prize winning book. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's about Attica. Attica. It's a story of Attica and the prison uprising in 1971. It won the Pulitzer Prize, which is, you know, a huge journalism award. It's the Oscars of, of journalism. Um, was nominated for a National Book Award. Um, so it's called Blood in the Water. If anybody's a reader, 
it's very good, and it just, you know, I was just thinking this woman's going to prison, so it was a nice segue <laughs> for me to talk about a prison prison. But the thing that's cool about that book is it's really mostly about how they tried to cover up what happened because you know the prison system is so scary and so you know un- unjust in so many ways and this story really kind of tells you that that's been going on for a long time because it's like 1971 I believe anybody know the answer to that but um but yeah so interesting I don't know that might have just derailed us into a whole other no because that woman is going to jail like if you've never seen Orange is the New Black ma'am you've missed your chance you're about to be living that life like you better find yourself a prison wife bump her the fuck down and chill straight up I guarantee she's going to jail even if she oh, undoubtedly. Didn't, didn't pull a trigger or anything that's brandishing a weapon which even if she has a concealed carry permit guess what that's against the fucking law <laughs> well, so, even though you're in a Walmart it doesn't matter it's intent intent well I mean you can be riding down the road and your road rage get a hold of you you pull a gun out and just show it to someone that's brandishing a weapon you go to jail does Walmart have, have different fun. rules I feel like it does. It's a different world. <laughs> and also as that child, it's no, like... No, it's just an alternate reality. How, as a child, do you think that kid's going to feel when they're like 15 and it's like, oh, my mom's in jail. Why? Well, she pulled a gun in a Walmart because some asshole told her to take the last notebook. And- oh, was her kid there while she did it or was she shopping for the family? Oh, I don't know. See, I hope it was like a soccer mom who was just like the realist and this lady was like, I'm going to take this. She's like, the fuck? And she like reaches in her Brahmin bag you, and pulls out the You know, you almost, you almost wonder, what else is going on in her day? Clearly. Like, oh, yeah. She still, had to get, she still had to go over and get the roast chicken well, and be home by 6 o'clock. What happened in her head that it was like, this is the right choice to make. <laughs> fuck this asshole. Here, here's my gun. Like, give yeah, me the damn note and was back like away a, slowly. a straw that broke the camel's back. Right? <laughs> you know, it's not like, that's just not on a normal day you'd be like another notebook somewhere else will be just fine Fred I see you scrolling cue us up you got some el- something else for us anything are we still good because I'm still on this Walmart thing here's the thing is you can only expect that at Walmart Target like they don't do it that's like middle class bougie shit well, I think, Starbucks I think they're even posted oh. no no guns or weapons yeah. inside they are but you know it, like when they launch those designer lines like oh, yeah. you know the, the, the people go crazy oh I believe it absolutely go I crazy. It. I understand I mean like I said I'd shank a bitch from my and where was was this in Michigan? What did you? Where was it, Rhea? Michigan. Wow. Dude, Michigan. Michiganders can get bucked quick. Like you don't, you don't even know. Like Kid Rock's a Michigander. Get some. See, I would expect that from people in Atlanta. Like that wouldn't surprise me. We've got a fucking murder Kroger. Like I wouldn't be surprised. They just redid the murder Kroger. It's about damn time. All right, Fred. It's our second course. Murder. Hot takes. Give it to <laughs> okay, you. Here's an hot take. It's in the great state of Georgia. A yes. Georgia police officer. Oh fuck this guy. Who said we only kill black people is getting ready to retire. A police lieutenant <laughs> in Georgia caught on dash cam telling a woman in a traffic stop, "Oh, don't worry, we only kill black people." What the fuck? Yeah, I saw that the chief of police, Mike Register, had made a comment about that, and he said that. That no matter the context, the statements were inexcusable and inappropriate. No matter the context. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Um, is, is that that pass for, like, stand-up comedy for a cop? Like, what the... Here's the thing. If you can hear that and you still don't see the point in the Black Lives Matter movement, you're a fucking idiot. Sorry. Like, I know a lot of our listeners are probably, like, anti, but it's like... You had a cop that literally made a joke at the expense yeah. of a racist life, and it was, like, funny to them. It was... That's inexcusable. Yeah. Like, that's... I, I can't even fathom that. And I'm so glad that it was caught on camera, because I think today a lot of people get away with things. Yeah. And they feel very bold and empowered, because it's like, well, even if they get it, it's like, I can just talk my way out of well, it. And, and I... 
not that this is anywhere near the same level because he's talking about killing people. That's fucked up regardless. But where do we draw the line on this? Because I've got some friends that are not white mm-hmm. that one of their favorite jokes is, that's some white people shit. Right. How is that okay? Like, straight up. I know, like, I I'm addressing the elephant in the room here. When it comes to stereotypes, my stance on it is, if it's offensive, it doesn't need to be said. If it's funny and it doesn't hurt people's feelings, then it's fine because stereotypes are stereotypes because it is a, re- like, it's a repetition of behavior. Because who decides, how do you decide if it's hurting someone's feelings I think it's not. one of those read-the-room situations. It's like there are certain things, no matter what context, it's not appropriate. It's not appropriate to make jokes that are about the extents of people's lives and yeah. people losing their lives and stuff like that. But, but I think... a very unfair, like, right. balance of power between people in authority and people without. Yeah. Like, know. that's scary. That's terrifying. Yeah. You know, people make Asian jokes, and I'll do stuff, and I'm like, I ate M&Ms out of a cup one time with chopsticks, and I was like, this is the most Asian shit I've ever done. <laughs> and, like, it was funny, and, like, I was with my friends, and it was fine. I think it's completely different when it's a very sensitive subject and people have literally died over it. Yeah. Then it becomes the point of and like, this is not. And that's not. why I preface that with this is not yeah. anywhere near. Oh yeah, that, absolutely. You know yeah, it's just one of those read the. I feel like it's one of those read the room situations. Okay. You just I have mean, to it's, know. It's just one of those things that I feel like you know we're addressing a lot of hot issues on this show and it's right. great to be able to just put that out there because right. this is meant to be a thought provoking show. I would mm. think. Yeah, absolutely. Know, it opens that platform. Get people to think. You know the shit that. It's rolling out of my mouth has meaning. Absolutely. You know, like, how does it affect people around you? Let's let's be real and be human and compassionate to our fellow humans. That's that's a fucking thing. Yeah, and disclaimer, we're not saying, you know, when we come out here and talk about these things, it's like, I'm not saying that if you don't support Black Lives Matter, then, like, this and this about you, and I think this about you. It's like, everybody has a different stance on different things, and I get that. Everyone's going to have a different opinion, you know. My stance is, I don't like violent protests. I think it's great that people stand up for what they believe in. I think peaceful protesting is fantastic. I don't agree the minute it turns violent and it's costing people lives it's ruining businesses we're vandalizing things i don't agree with that on either side yeah. i agree I feel with like creates, violent protest creates more of an issue Absolutely. it makes that divide grow instead of you look at like um uh, you look at this the sit-ins of the 60s and 70s you know those guys were making a difference and they suffered the brunt of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's shameful that it happened, but they were making a difference. There's a great film you can watch about that called Counter History. Bam! Yes, guys, the wonderful Frederick Taylor. Uh, yeah. You should tell us about it, Fred. Well, here's something else to think about uh, as, as well. According to the Institute of Women's Policy and Research, overall, women earn 82% of the pay of men. And black women earn just 63% of the pay of men, while Latinas earn only 57% of the pay that men get. And I think that's a part of the inherent problem as well. I mean, there's all of these issues of physical violence and things like that, but at the end of the day, too, you're walking home with a, uh, a, a paycheck that is, you know, a couple notches or a few notches, or in certain cases, several notches below what the standard bearer yeah. is, is, is as well. And so there, there is an, an overarching feeling in our society that we have this, these hierarchies or these caste systems or these lanes that people are supposed to be 
in and they're not supposed to get out of it. It's like earlier in one of our other shows, um, you know, Shelley had talked about the, the fat shaming society where they troll people online who are fat and degrade them. And to be in the fat shaming society, you have to actually prove that you're not fat. You literally had and to they, submit pictures. And they've been trolling her. I mean, and Shelly is a wonderfully talented artist, and they are literally trying to break her because she is different, and people, we have these categories or lanes that people are supposed to be in. And once again, something I had alluded to earlier, I mean, people are really upset about a lot of these uh, social movements within the diverse community as well, but if week one in the NFL, if all the black guys walked out to the middle of the field and took off their gear and threw down their helmets and said, we're not playing today, there'd be a riot. Yeah. You know, so there's still an expectation. We don't want the strippers to get off the poles. We still want our beds made at the hotel rooms and mm-hmm. we still want our dry cleaning and all of this other stuff as well. We still want these people to run the 7-Elevens and all this other stuff. Work just for dirt cheap. Work for dirt cheap. It's so America has a cutoff as far as who can ascend and who can get to the highest heights. I mean, the, the best example of that has been the treatment post-presidency of uh, Barack Obama as, as, as well. But then you get this backlash where you get people that will come up to Brandon and say, well, that's a white people thing, or just sort of try to classify or categorize white people as less. I mean, you will meet people of color who think that they are far more evolved than white people and better than white people as as, as well. And we've created, and it's supported within culture as as well. So much of culture and entertainment reflects this type of sensibility. And I think that's what makes Counter History such an interesting film, is that it dispels a lot of that. It really tries to get the talk back to where it needs to be and what Brandon had, had said that can we please talk about this as rational right. human beings and let's talk about the facts and let's talk about reality. But the problem is we don't live in a, a society right now that there is high value in uh, reality. I mean, Kendall Jenner's just coming around <laughs> to the fact that, oh my God, like this whole Pepsi thing was a really bad idea and I feel terrible about it. I mean, she still cast the check. Right. You know, so she don't feel that bad. And, you know, in her family, you know, combined with everybody, what did you say, $500,000? $500,000 to Hurricane Harvey from, between from, five uh, of them. For, between five of them. That's like, that's absolutely positive. Well, I mean, and, and if you got the means to give that, awesome. Right. Do it. Please, like, the world needs more of that. The world needs more Bill Gates that can just, like, give half of his earnings to people and not even be phased by it. But the people that are scrounging, like Fred's talking about, that are making significantly less than other people, give what you can. If yeah. you can't give, we get it. That's that's the, the human condition known as life. I know? think my issue is, and I think a lot of people struggle with this, is we expect for people that we place on pedestals and pour our money into to give back to back to us. It's like, I'm sure out of all the people that evacuated Houston, you've got Kardashian fans, you've got Drake fans, you've got Beyonce fans, and it's so disappointing when you have worked 40 hours a week to pay to go to a concert that you couldn't afford but you wanted to go and support your artist to see them give back the bare minimum. So it's like, yes, I love that everybody donated. I love that people do that, you know. It's like, and it happens, I think, in a lot of different ways with the celebrities donating, with the police. It's that abuse of power. It's that we held you to a higher standard because of who you are and because of how we see you and to be scared of the police now because they're shooting people, to be upset because celebrities are more concerned about their image as opposed to pouring back to the communities that made them stars. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's devastating. And I think that's the reality we live in now. We've stopped caring about each other, and it's more about what can I do to get to the top? Thanks for the hand. Oh, now you need help? Sorry. But it's also, like, the notion that you think celebrities are somehow better and and, right. and should have that. You know, we give celebrities so much, like, power and credibility, and, you know, we look to them for inspiration. It's and that hegemonic influence. And they're just people. Like, they're just, you know, they're just good-looking people, or they're people who have great publicists, or moms who push them out into the universe more than yours did, or, you know, whatever it is, you know, and... You know, they were standing in the right place at the right time, working hard, whatever. Yeah. You know, but it's, but I think that, like, the notion that a celebrity should be better just because they're a celebrity, or even, you know, maybe even an athlete should be better because they're an athlete, you know, it's, it's, uh, maybe that's what we need to question, not so much be disappointed in what they do, but maybe look at culture as a whole to say, why do we care so much about what they do? Yeah, I think there's a sense of entitlement that goes in there with, like, I should be entitled to part of the money you earned because I gave you some. Exactly. And I think that's that's a very dangerous path to walk down because what else do you feel like you're entitled to? You know what I'm saying? Where does it stop? It's very interesting. Hegemony in itself is very fascinating to me because it's like we look to these celebrities to set the precedent and to create environment and social structure for us and we follow it and then when they keep shifting and changing we get upset. And it's like we shouldn't be looking to them. We should be looking to us. They have a job. That's their career. They're not the trailblazer for us and they shouldn't be and we should stop doing that mm-hmm. and take them for what they are which is generally entertainment right they're performers so and I mean tying that back to like the Brad Pitt Angelina Jolie thing the Kendall Jenner thing it's like we care so much about them we feel like we have such a personal relationship I don't know and it's just like I feel like they live in a different world than us you know I can't fathom if a celebrity was shot by a cop the influence that has versus if some random stranger gets shot by a cop why is their life more important why is it more right. valuable that's something else that's very ta- like it's just hard totally uh yeah that's how american society is set up though like yeah. people care more about certain people than they care about others i think that's a uh i think it's a it's a you know I, i'm not advocating for socialism but I, I think it's definitely a um a product of capitalism because it's a it's a very it's a society where everybody's out for themselves and your goal is to make as much as you can get as much as you can have as much as you can put the media influence to like to on top of that of like oh my gosh if i buy the store brand flip-flops instead of my javianas people are going to laugh at me and make fun of me you know where who really gives a shit it's a piece of plastic you put on your foot i'm literally gonna walk on it like that's yeah that's all it is so so it's you know but but we all buy into it to a certain degree you know when we go shop for our cars or when we go you know absolutely think about where we're going to have dinner and what we're going to eat i mean i'll just say if i'm buying a car the last thing i'm thinking about you're buying a tesla jesus christ yeah i want one so bad (laughs) but the last thing i'm gonna really care about is people making fun of me because all i care about is is my big ass gonna fit in this vehicle that's really all do i make enough money to fill it with gas and guys the point of this podcast we're never trying to pick on people and Mm -hmm. you know we joke all the time and we tell people to fuck off and we tell them this and that it's like you know because we're funny we're just we're just being ourselves we're just shooting the shit with you guys but ultimately i think we can all agree we want equality for people you know i don't want to see such large pay gaps i don't want to keep opening the news to see people being shot by police i don't want that anymore i don't think any of us do and i think a great way to stop this i mean social experiment time (laughs) 
go find someone different than you that you don't know. Yes. And friend, become friends. Like, talk to them. Talk Have a conversation. To them. Get to learn some shit that you don't know about. That's, that is the Educate number yourself. one way to stop all this shit. If everyone made a new friend of a different social class, social system, shit would change. But people don't want to take the time to do it. Because then they're scared, right? Sham pow. Yeah, and I think we have this inherent fear of like I will lose something if I do that. If I talk to somebody, yeah, who you can't lose your close-mindedness. You you expand your horizons. You well, learn I think shit. People, a lot of people have noticed they don't want to talk to you unless they feel like they can get something from you. If you can further their career, if you can benefit them. Other than that, they're not that interested. Like if they can't sleep with you or if they're not getting a job from you, it's kind of like, well, you can't really do much for me. Like, let me case in point. I'm. This is the last thing I'm gonna say today. But <laughs> Grew up Southern Baptist in the South. I was Mr. Redneck and proud of it. And then moved to California, then Jersey, then Alabama. I moved all around, and shit has changed. Like, I'm a completely different person. I can't even relate to some of the people that I grew up with now that were, like, my best fucking friends. And it's not, like, an oh, poor, pitiful me thing. It's a oh, poor, pitiful nation thing. Mm-hmm. Like, we need to we need to find a way to fix this from the bottom up. Straight up. So, guys, more of the story. Uh, Anything you want to add to that before we walk away? I mean, you're (laughs) you're the global person, the international person. You're the evolved person. You're the future. She's just looking on. She's like, I watch it burn. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all are fucked. Anything? We've rendered her speechless. She's smart enough to know. <laughs> We've rendered our hot, our hot exactly. takes. See, our all of us are crazy. We just like, you will all be working yeah. for me someday. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Let It Hauling Out. I know it was heavy. Can I you know. plug Fairly Sane before you leave? Absolutely. Guys, if you're looking for a new show to watch that's kick-ass, hilarious, has a great cast, it's got a little touch of, like, you know, the flip side of the world, what it would be like if women ran the world, this is the show for you. So Fairly wow. Sane is coming to you guys. It was produced by Tomorrow pictures it's going to be available online we're going to air the first episode we're so excited follow us on the instagram on twitter all the social media accounts check it out and hot tip if you stick with it you will see alex in her sleepwear oh yeah you guys will see a lot of me a lot of you know i want to seem embarrassed but it is what it is you know i'm in it too yeah yeah, we got the whole A-team. Random. The whole A-team yeah. is in it. So, guys, thank you again. This is Let It All Hang Out. This is not your mama's podcast, obviously. We say fuck a lot, and we talk about politics and sex and Alex drugs. says fuck a lot. I do. Ellen just said it. I tricked her into saying it. I say occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, this is Alex Givens. I am signing off. Fred's got a little word for you. Oh, and that word is tomorrowpictures.tv. Word to your mothers. Bye, guys. Production services provided by Tomorrow Pictures Incorporated. I'm Bill Cosby, and the kids in Los Angeles have a slogan, Speed Kills. And they're not referring to safe driving habits. They're talking about a group of drugs, including Ups, Meth, Pep Pills, Dex, even Bennies. Dangerous drugs, sometimes fatal to the users. And you should know about the up drugs. You may even be taking some now and not be aware of the danger. Write for this free booklet. The up and down drug. Don't guess about drugs when you can have the facts. This is tomorrowpictures.tv.